Welcome back, Torch Fam, to Torch of Fantasy Basketball. Um, yeah, let's get started. Oh, uh, so this week we're going to be talking about the trade deadline. Um, it's how it's going to affect the overall landscape of the NBA, and most importantly, how it's going to affect you and your teams. Um, I think that's what most people care about. So yeah, let's get started. Hello, what up? My name is KE. I'm a fantasy basketball nerd trying to come out on top in my fantasy league this year. I believe in strategies and mindsets over a hot take. I'm just trying to guide everyone towards a bomb time playing this year, myself included. Without further ado, let's get it. Trades! Trades were the hot news for last week, so um, everyone on Twitter was talking about it. I figured I'd address it this week. Um, before we get started, the subscribe and review. Uh, friends, please subscribe if you haven't already. And review this podcast. Um, it helps me in the rankings, looks like. It actually does. I actually found it. I found the statistics, and it's, it helps me out. It puts me in a good spot. So um, This week, I didn't have a live buddy to talk to today, so I'll play a little snippet, a short snippet of a conversation I had with a friend um, this past week. Uh, in the car and we we're just chilling. So when you're good, when your team's not even bad, but like teams are just so good in the eighteen league. I mean, I was like that too. I'm not, I'm not complaining because I'm on the other side, but it is, it is like, it, I think it's just more stressful because like there's too many guys on the waivers that are, are good. There's way like, whereas in a ten or twelve team, after a while you get someone and it's like you can just set your lineup and every once in a while you check. Like I think it's more time consuming because it's eighteen for sure. It's so time consuming like i'm tired like doing like an a team league i like i need a break yeah, yeah like a lot like just to, just playing this year i don't know i don't think i think it's just torch too like i think maybe I it's just torch the torture guys are really intense yeah. when i play other leagues i just yeah but but, but the, the other leagues i play in are all competitive though it's not it's not like people all setting not setting their lineups and they're yeah. not making trades they're not making but then the waivers are too deep where you just... That's the thing. The waivers are just too deep. It's not fun. If, if like, Wiggins should not... I should have never dropped him. But, like, I, I did want to kind of flyer on, like, Brunson. See, like... Because I had Brunson earlier this year in my, my other, like, deeper league. And in the deeper league, you appreciate how good Brunson is. In our league, you don't appreciate anyone. That, that, that's the main thing. You just... Everyone's so shallow. Like, I hate, I hate it. You know? It's just, like... It's very shallow. And, like... Streaming can get you to places. You know what I'm saying? Like that's for why. For sure, for sure. So if you put more work in in an 18 league, you suddenly like you're doing okay. On, in yeah, a yeah. Week. But at the same time, it's so like it's like a it's, lot of work. It's 22 though. weeks. Yeah, it's a lot and, of work. And it's four ads a week. It's it's yeah. yeah it like, adds up like a these lot. These guys are very benching. Quickly. They're benching players on Sunday. It's like, dude, I want to like live life. I don't want to like check this damn fantasy app like all the time. Like, I'm I'm like, kind of relieved. I'm like like in my mind, I'm elim- eliminated. Right? It's like so I'm so stress free. Like finally, like. Yeah, I, I mean, uh, Dude, I just I, need to I, like be six. I I bet Andy's feeling like great. Like yeah, he's yeah. just he's just setting and forgetting. Actually, no, Andy put a lot of work into to to seven two me this week. Like he's picking up guys. He I think he used he used up all his his pickups this week. Okay, but I feel like Andy's been trying lately. But he he didn't do anything for like ten weeks. You know, and that's that got him to like the bottom of the league. If for when it says the last two weeks. So many people rotate out of those top fifty, like random people that never get there. Like our top, 50. it's it's a small sample size, but it's not like your basis for arguing or trading. Like, oh yeah, my guy was top fifty the last two weeks. Like, 
that's true. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, you don't say it. Just like, dude, shut. I don't give a crap. Like, like, there's so much more to it than like just. It's not just. It's not just stats. Like it's yes. Because then like a, a player inj- can do well like for the past two weeks, but like because, not because there's a reason. Yeah, like, there's like a. It's a short term injury. Like exactly. Jalen Brunson's top fifty for like yeah, a week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but, but it's all like oh yeah, yeah, like yeah. He's yeah, he's, good. he's top four. Like he's gonna stay and, top and, four. And, and Wings is one fifty the last two. Yeah, drop him. Like why do you even have him? You know. I've been told they've been like Richard, they, Richard. They're like why? Like how many times they messaged me? Um, you should drop Wiggins. Like, what do you have Wiggins? And then, like, they end up, but they're the same ones that want him too. Like, so it's just like they say both things. Like, yeah, it's like I don't know if you just want me to drop him so you can pick him up, or like it's like reverse psychology. They're funny. <laughs> they, they are. They are really funny though. <laughs> and I, 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 I didn't sell all my, sh- my, my, sh- my Shay stock. Okay, I have him in my other room. I still have him. I just wanted a little bit of Dylan Brooks time. You know? Dylan Brooks. Yeah, he was yeah. loud in the media. He's loud. He's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Honestly, I, after after the after what happened last week, I'm like, dude, I fuck with that. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a that's a fun, like I like I like the I like the confidence he has in himself. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But and then some some of the older players are saying respect. I'm like, dude, I would be mad too. Like, yeah. like don't don't don't. Yo yo yo. So um. My friend was referring to Dylan Brooks, uh, calling out Iggy uh, for, and Dylan Brooks um, kept it real, and he said, "I'm glad we're finally getting a player that actually wants to play with us, you know, and actually thinks we're good." Dylan Brooks throwing out some shade. I really appreciate um, what he's been, what he's trying to do. I appreciate what he's trying to do. Anyways, right now we're shifting gears into. Right now I'm trying to shift gears into talking about the trade deadline because that's all that's why we're all here for so yeah the trade deadline happened on february 6 2020 at 12 p.m pacific 3 p.m eastern and a lot of deals went down um 19 out of 30 teams so that's like two-thirds of the league uh decided to move or make big moves uh in terms of of their team chemistry of their team lineups and so yes big move number one the Clippers, the Knicks, and the Wizards. So the LA Clippers get um, Marcus Morris Sr. and Isaiah Thomas for, uh, and they're trading away Maurice Harkless, their 2020 first round pick, a second round pick via Detroit. Um, so it's Detroit second round pick. And then the Washington Wizards um, are receiving, so this is the, the third member of that deal, are receiving Jerome Robinson. Overall, uh, this is a huge move on behalf of the Knicks organization for them to move huge, uh, big pieces like Marcus Morris, who is, by the way, having a career year um, for the Knicks while he was playing there. A couple days before the trade deadline ended, they also were able to remove then-president, ex-president, um, Steve Mills. Overall, I feel like this is a huge win for the Knicks because as a team that's trying to rebuild, um, having a president that's so focused on uh, having big veteran presence like Marcus Morris is kind of detrimental to the overall youth and rebuilding of a team. So firing that president is just probably the, the next biggest, the next best move in terms of what the Knicks could have done to further you know, catapult their organization into relevancy. The Knicks aren't the only winners in this deadline. The Clippers 
came up huge. Um, finally getting a, a big man to center and ground their front court. Um, Mon they, they have Montrez, Montrez Harrell, um, but this will only further uh, help their team, especially when if they're trying to make a, a playoff run because um, the Clippers, this is the year. Like they've, they've spent all, all their, their money this year to sign uh, Kawhi Leonard and uh, Paul George. So this is the year. They're going to push and they're going to try to win the championship. They're going to get the ring. Um, we'll see if this if that happens. Uh, yeah, we'll see. Next up on the trade deadline, um, the Cavs and the Pistons. So Andre Drummond is headed to Cleveland. And uh, so the Cle Cavs get uh, Andre Drummond. And in return, the Pistons get John Henson, uh, Brandon Knight, and a 2023 second round pick. What does this mean? This is just kind of like a giant middle finger to Andre Drummond. Um, everything he's provided for the organization. He was kind of blindsided uh, based on his remarks on Twitter saying that he wasn't told that he was going to get traded. Kind of sucks to be uh, to be him. Kind of sucks to be that guy to uh, to prov to like offer your like your younger years to an organization and for them to uh, honestly dump you for like next to nothing. Brandon Knight and John Henson are a couple players who will chip in um, nothing to the organization. Um, they're kind of just trying to clear out cap space and yeah kind of big middle finger i don't i wouldn't be surprised if um drummond has a chip on the shoulder but i don't want to extend that narrative we'll, we'll just keep moving on okay time for the meaty stuff so the warriors and timberwolves made a, a huge deal um splitting up cat and uh, andrew wiggins by trading away andrew wiggins they're gonna in return get d'angelo russell jacob evans and omari spellman Golden State Warriors get uh, Wiggins 2021 top three protected first round pick and then a, a 2021 second round pick. At the end of the day, this, this kind of seems like a business, business decision um, by the or Warriors organization. Um, getting someone like Wiggins, uh, who kind of, there was memes about it, it kind of reminds all of us of Harrison Barnes, you remember that guy? While at the same time, uh, preparing themselves for future success. They've essentially set themselves up with a 2021 um, top three protected first round pick and a 2021 second round pick from the uh, Minnesota Timberwolves. On the flip side, you have Cat. Uh, you have Carl Anthony Towns uh, teaming up with his best buddy, D'Angelo Russell. And if the first game is any indication, both teams um, seem to have gotten players who are much happier being in their general locale. Right, so win-win. We'll see. Uh, Wiggins, um, given Curry and Clay and Draymond all decide to be healthy and the team isn't tanking, might fit perfectly with that rotation. Uh, being like a, a journeyman, cutting, um, shooting when needed. Um, but really, the, the the number one options are still going to be Clay. They're still going to be Curry. Anyone with D'Angelo or D'Lo? Um, I don't think much is going to change in terms of your, your, your fantasy output. You might get a little bit more production, uh, especially with Cat falling in and off, on and off uh, your team due to injury. Uh, as for Wiggins, based on what we've seen for the first game, he seems pretty happy playing um, 
in Golden State, and Golden State is a great organization. So maybe the maybe this will be his second win, his second career, his second I don't know second life. And the next one that I really wanted to talk about was actually the Heat and the Grizzlies. So the Heat were able to land Andre Iguodala um, from the Memphis Grizzlies. Uh, so the Miami Heat get Andre Iguodala, Jay Crowder, and Solomon Hill. In exchange, the Memphis Grizzlies get Justice Winslow, James Johnson, Dion Waiters, and Gorgie Dang. Um, and a small subset of that deal, uh, the Timberwolves get James Johnson. And so this kind of goes back into what we were talking about earlier. Uh, Andre Iguodala publicly declared that he wanted out of this uh, Memphis organization and didn't will not play a single game for them for the rest of the year unless he gets traded, which is a very interesting like a power play from an NBA perspective because you're, you're here you're having an NBA player dictate the terms of his own contract. Smart business decision from Andre Iguodala and he's landing in a Miami team who's currently ranked fourth uh, in the Eastern Conference and are looking pretty good. Adding a veteran presence like uh, like Andre Udala as well as uh, Jay Crowder who's uh, an instant uh, push um, on the offense and defensive end. It's just like a win-win for anyone. If you, For fantasy purposes, if anyone has Jay Crowder or uh, sees Jay Crowder on the waiver, I would recommend just picking him up. He might just be a good add to your, your fantasy team. And in the last big, big move of the NBA trade, trade deadline, we have a four-team trade between the Rockets, the Hawks, the Timberwolves, and the Nuggets. So the Houston Rockets get Robert Covington and Jordan Bell and a 2024 second-round pick. Um, the, the Hawks get Clint Capella. So the, the Rockets are essentially trading away their one primary big man, uh, and Clint Capella and Nene. The Minnesota Timberwolves get Malik Beasley, uh, Juan Hernan Gomez, uh, Evan Turner, Jared Vanderbilt, and the 2021st round pick. And the Denver Nuggets, uh, who gave away Malik Beasley, will get Gerald Green, uh, Keita Bates Diop, and they'll get Shabazz Napier and Noah Vonley, and 2021st round pick as well. Why was this such a big deal? Well, it's because Clint Capella is the Ro the Houston Rockets' sole predominant big man. Is kind of admitting that your offense is just going to be focused on shooting the three ball and driving. It kind of is the antithesis of what we like traditionally see in basketball, where the tall big dudes grab the ball and then they pass it out to the rest of the team who shoots it. They're kind of the the Rockets are kind of declaring that. In this one move, they're kind of declaring, hey, our offense is going to be focused on shooting the three and driving. Come and stop us. This team is taking analytics to the umpteenth degree and declaring that and kind of challenging the rest of the NBA to step up into, and see if they can stop this offense right now. The Rockets are currently sitting at number five um, on the NBA Western Conference rankings. So... If, if no one can stop this, they might just take it, but I doubt that they're going to win. Honorable mentions for pretty big moves. Portland Trailblazers received uh, Trevor Ariza, and, um, as well as Wenyan Gabriel and Caleb Swanigan. Um, and the Sacramento Kings get Kent Bazemore and Anthony Tolliver in two second round picks. This is a big move, uh, especially for a, a Portland Trailblazers team that are trying to make a, a playoffs push into the eighth seed. 
They're a few games behind uh, the Memphis Grizzlies, and so we'll have to see. We'll see if they are able to snatch the 8th place spot away from the Memphis Grizzlies. But yeah, that's it for trade deadline stuff. Um, there are some more trades I didn't really feel like talking about, um, but those are the big trades, that the big moves that happened and might very well affect a lot of people's fantasy teams. People who own Capella might be taking a hit. Um, players that I didn't and I expected to see traded were Montrez and Aaron Gordon um, for even bigger big men, uh, but that never never occurred. The Lakers kind of flopped in grabbing a uh, a usable point guard. I think that's a big conversation amongst uh, NBA Twitter heads. Not necessary. We just need to see if LeBron's uh, playmaking and the rest of the team can can co coexist and do well later in the postseason. So yeah, that's it. I don't think I want to talk about anything else. Okay, cool guys. Bye.